0: Welcome back. Happy October 31st. For those of you who do not celebrate Halloween or otherwise even recognize it, it is Halloween. So if you have children, even if you're an adult being ridiculous and still trick or treating, please be mindful of the horrific fentanyl epidemic we have going on in this country right now. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Life, love and liberty. It is... The top of the week to you it kind of feels like a trick-or-treat every time you open your 401 uh, savings portfolio updates, <laughs> I'm sure. I do not have one of those, so I have not had chest pains opening up You know what I've worked so hard to accumulate all these years, like many of you have, and how do I know that? Because you're letting me know that. And I'm pointing you to no tricks and no treats other than possibly hedging what you have left in your retirement and or Roth IRAs and also your savings you can hedge with Monica MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Again, that is Monica MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Not to be confused with understanding where my help comes from and that we do not put our hope in any type of earthly riches and not the least of which is man, right? Because the word says that cursed is the man who places his hope in the arm of man, right? Much less these things that are created by us, right? Images, gold, silver, little trinkets, little doodads. Speaking of superstition and uh, witchcraft on this day of Halloween, 2022. Speaking of witchcraft and thievery and tomfoolery and all that stuff, Uh, appears as though the people of Brazil have been uh, cheated of who they thought was going to be their pick again. Right? And that did not happen. So there has been a regime overhaul in Brazil and scary images coming out of Brazil. People murdered in the streets. I mean, this... Uh, this liberal party is known to be friends, much like our Democrat Party here in the States, to be friends with things like the cartel uh, and the mafiosos of their respective uh, country and surrounding. You know, it's a syndicate. It's not just in Brazil, right? It is a crime syndicate. So it looks like they've been got had. How about uh for some good English grammar? they've been got had <laughs> they had done got got, <laughs> so they did and uh and and w- some people are like, "Oh well, they're going to end up like Venezuela as if we don't have our own issues here now, interestingly enough. It is breaking news today that the Department of Homeland Security and others uh, have been playing footsies in the hokey pokey with our respective social media companies. Now, there were several people out in front of this like two years ago. And everyone's like, oh, hashtag move on. We got to move on. Time to move on. We got to pick up the elections and just move on. Right. And then and that was labeled as disinformation and misinformation. And I just reported last week on the FBI's cheat sheet that had been revealed by Project Veritas coming out of Harmeet Dillon's uh, law firm. She talk about a badass woman um, who is taking on, I mean, pfft, the entire cabal on behalf of her clients. Um, she is constitutionally about as sound as anyone I have paid very close attention to for the better half of 24 months. Uh, If you're not following her, I highly encourage you to do so. But the cheat sheet coming out of the FBI told us exactly where their minds are, what the plans are, and it really is to go after and continue to target people who are giving actual data points Around the election of twenty twenty, around um, uh, alleged uh, h- helpful, um, shall we say, uh, a- anecdotes uh, with regard to uh, remedies. Right. Notice, I didn't say the I didn't say the c word. Nope. Uh, but remedies that people found um, uh, to be restorative during their COVID journey. Uh, people who are giving uh you know space on their on their platforms and their microphones to physicians who were working in real time uh Dr. Peter McAuliffe has now lost his medical license that ha- that happened over the over the weekend um yes that announcement was made so here's someone who has worked i mean talk about tirelessly and put his total career and reputation on the line to bring people um to bring people, you know, actually, actual information around this, um, who is now in the dust? He, his entire career has been poof up in smoke. So, so they're they're coming after um, physicians, attorneys, people who are taking on the um, on the system, right? Now, what's interesting about that is if you go to um the purveyor of all information that you're supposed to have, Google, um, that information is black hole. So much like your cures for cancer. And how do I know that? Because the a whistleblower uh, who was a Google engineer, Zach Voorhees is been on my show a number of times um, has actually written a book about it. So this isn't just hearsay. This is, you know, the, the man handed over hundreds and hundreds of, pages of evidence uh, to the DOJ at that time um, and to the powers that be. And surprisingly, he's still with us, which is a beautiful thing. But you know how it goes whenever you're, like, blowing whistles on folks, uh, especially Google. So, um, yes, there is a target on mm, about 81 million Americans (laughs) – uh, are directly in the crosshairs of um, of our national security apparatus. And that should be very concerning uh, to most of us. Uh, now what we're realizing, like I said, backing up to Facebook and Twitter, is that their uh, management was working hand-in-hand. Hand. There's evidence to this now with your federal agencies to basically throttle report Uh, completely annihilate accounts, erase, um, change information, all the shadow banning. So speaking of shadow banning, I did a little bit of a test on my Twitter account since Elon, as of Friday, is now the new proud owner of Twitter and has subsequently fired his entire board of directors. So he is it. He is the king twit. Ha! He is the uh, tweeter numero uno. So he is it for now. Uh, And kudos to him. But I did a little something, something uh, this weekend. And I throttled my own account by making it private. And I did that for 24 hours. And interestingly enough, I saw more of you than I've seen in, oh, probably four years I'm not kidding. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, there's that guy again. Or there's that woman. Oh, there they are. Right? Like, you guys just came out of the woodwork. It was amazing. And then my engagement, like, quadrupled. I mean, it was unbelievable how many retweets, how many likes. I'm sorry. I can't retweet whenever my account is secured and on lockdown. But you can like and you can comment. And my engagement on likes alone was 80% higher than it is today since I've unlocked my account. So if you don't think that there is an actual cyber and digital war against a certain sector of the country, a certain demographic of the country, um, you are asleep because that is 1000% happening. Uh, just like, uh, agent friend, uh, in his piece uh, as a whistleblower, um, former FBI gentleman, um, he said, you know, that the, the, the killing of of you by by this apparatus is in the process it's not even going through prosecution or um or incarcerating you for quote misinformation remember that was in the F the FBI's cheat sheet that was released by um Project Veritas via uh, Harmeet, right, and her firm. And so the cheat sheet was like misinformation, whether you knew you were misleading people or not, you are still now flagged, especially around elections and COVID-19. You are in the crosshairs of your national security apparatus. I'm not even kidding. So that was a legitimate cheat sheet that was exposed And so again, this isn't disinformation, by the way, who gets to decide if it is, what was your intent whenever you shared it? Well, now it doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter. So when you, when you think about the far reaching tentacles of, of that, right. And how far that goes, it's, it's pretty scary. And this, um, agent friend, what an interesting name, um, He blew the whistle on what was going on in the FBI because he's like, this is nuts, and I'm not going to go down for cases that I'm not even really involved in coming out of D.C. regarding January 6th and then I get before a judge and I look like an idiot and then I'm held accountable. And apparently this gentleman had an impeccable career. He loved working for the Bureau, you know, believed in the Bureau right up to the point where he stopped believing in the Bureau because he saw what was happening. And like he said, the takedown is in the process. So it's in the raid. It's in the pre-dawn raid. It's, it's your neighbors seeing, you know, a tank come down your neighborhood street to your home fully armed with spotlight shining on your house, your kids face down in the front lawn, uh, your wife in her nightgown, you and your skivvies with your hands behind your back, or vice versa, whatever. Um, you know, losing your job, losing your status in the community. It's basically we have the guns and we can target you, and we're going to. So, it's it. Whenever you think of Brazil, and you're tempted to make fun of Brazil you're tempted to make fun of Venezuela as if it can't happen here, I want to encourage you to knock that off. And you need to start praying a, a very serious prayer for the restoration of actual justice in this country. That cannot be overstated. So now you're talking about people being harassed, targeted, fired from their jobs, they have no way to make a living, their families going hungry. They're na- they're becoming becoming societal pariahs because of a false accusation, because of a complete and total molestation of someone's civil liberties. That's why. Now, I'm not saying there aren't legitimate wackos in the world who, and forget about the the misinformation campaigns and disent. We all know who who is creating disinformation campaigns. Um, and we know that there are violent people in the world. That's not that's not necessarily who they're targeting. That's one demographic, right? But these are these are this is you. This is this is me. These are truth speaking people who are trying to make sense of things. Who do get multiple sources of information, and you know, just working it out in, in innocent dialogue. That's not America. That's un-American. Matter of fact, it goes against, it's it's a complete assault against our inalienable rights, which has nothing to do with man and what man gives us. The ability to think and to speak and to express our thoughts and our opinions and our observations, that is a God-given right. That is not given by the FBI. That is not even given by our Constitution. That is a God-given right. It is written in our Constitution as such. That is a God-given right. Now, speaking of just, wow, um, tomfoolery. I mean, <laughs> listen, the second I saw that Nancy's Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband was in the news again, I just immediately rolled my eyes and kept scrolling. I didn't comment on it. I didn't read anything until a friend of mine who was a much bigger account caught my attention with it. And I thought, okay, fine. I'm, and I saw all of you guys making fun of it with hammers and skivvies and all that stuff. And you know, gotta love Cernovich and his glass breaking from the inside, not the outside. And so, you know, clearly, clearly, there was some hocus pocus speaking of Halloween going on in that place. And it appears as though the Pelosi family is systematically just, you know, imploding within itself. But that's what happens whenever you serve the kingdom of confusion. You ultimately bring confusion into your life, and it manifests in all kinds of wackadoo ways, right? And so you got to love the sanctimony of people on the left who are, I can't believe you're not wishing them well, and he's been harmed. Well, first of all, you know, To assume that because I'm not wishing someone a speedy recovery means that I'm wishing them harm is retarded. And that is a total guilt trip of the left and the enemy's kingdom. And I'm not going to say amen to that, nor am I going to cower to that. No, I don't wish anyone harm, especially anyone in leadership. No, I wish none of them harm. I also could not possibly care less what happens in their family. Not even a little bit. And maybe that's unchristian of me. I don't know. But I don't care what Paul Pelosi does in his spare time. What I do know is that it doesn't matter because of all the things that do matter that he and his wife have done while she's been a sitting congresswoman. There's been zero adjudication of that whether it's allegations of insider trading, which is abhorrent, which is completely criminal, right? However wealthy and rich that woman has become in all of her years of sitting in that chair, uh, you know, of being selected. uh, Yeah, no, I don't care. I don't care who's in their underwear, who's in wet socks, who takes it like a champ, you know, with leather whips and ball gags in their mouths, I don't care. I I think the whole lot of them, you know, her saying that she was going to punch the president while her daughter's there filming January 6th because, you know, we can't tell that that whole thing was a setup. I mean, they think you're stupid. In the words of my late mentor and my late dear friend and station uh, brother, and and someone who allowed me, he was so gracious with his audience with me whenever I was first beginning in radio, uh, my dear brother, Herman Kane. How many times do we hear him say, they think you're stupid? They think you're stupid, folks. I can still hear him saying that now. And it used to get on my nerves. I'm not going to lie. Love you, Herman. But it did. And man, was he right. They legit think we are that stupid and so, no, this chick ain't that stupid. And if you're listening to me, I guarantee you're not either. So I just don't involve myself. It's like until things that matter are adjudicated, I'm not going to gloat over their uh, misfortune and tragedy. I, that's That's not my thing either. But I'm also just like, well, you know, sucks to suck. No pun intended. Whatever's going on in that place ain't none of my business, nor, I mean, don't we have bigger fish to fry right now? Like somebody sending me a nuclear map of what would happen in the event of a nuclear weapon hitting my state right in the middle of my city, which is probably uh, four miles from my home. That is something to consider. That is something to concern yourself with. Not to be confused with worry, but, but to concern yourself with because, it is a possibility. It is on the table, right? Now we see all kinds of shenanigans happening coming out of Pennsylvania right now uh, with regard to 200-something thousand ballots that have been mailed out that shouldn't have been mailed out. You think that'll be adjudicated before November 8th? No. So the best thing you can do is show up and vote. That's the best thing you can do. You can pray. And you can exercise your vote. Whether you think it counts or not really doesn't matter at this point. You have to flood the system with your votes. And I'm going to encourage you to wait until election day to cast your vote so you give them zero opportunity to stuff votes, to create votes, to pass gas, and voila, there are votes. None of that. Nope, not, none of these backdoor drops. If if counting stops again in the middle of the night, then that's I, that's not going to go well for this country. We all know that. I'm very proud of of my country, by the way, and the fact that we have not resorted to violence that everyone keeps pushing for. Who is just anxiously awaiting an opportunity, you know, to take down otherwise law-abiding Americans. So if you're one of those people who's been tempted uh, you know, to be nuts, uh, I want to encourage you. I want to congratulate you and exhort you, edify you, um, celebrate you, uh, because we've been through a lot the past couple of years, and I've been paying attention to people's rhetoric online, and I have many times uh, encouraged you on this show and online to please hold your Piece because that's where it's at. Now, speaking of a piece, talk about a piece of work. So, Creflo Dollar, okay, speaking of charlatans, Creflo Dollar is a very well known um, black mega church pastor here in the city of Atlanta. Uh, he has come under fire many, many times in the past, uh, primarily for asking, which I got to be honest with you. I didn't necessarily have a problem with the fact that he asked his congregation to help purchase uh, his new jet that he could fly around the country in because he does have multiple sites for his ministry. And I'm not one of those Christians who believes that pastors and reverends and, uh, and those folks should be poor. Uh, And if you're Catholic and you think people, the, the evangelicals, should be poor, I want you to consider the possibility that you could sound a little hypocritical considering the Vatican, okay, and the wealth of the Vatican. Whether it's covert or overt, it is, in fact, wealthy. So with that, I would say I've never had a problem with people and wealth, okay? And I never had a problem with him asking congregation instead of taking the money from the congregation and saying he was using it for one thing while he's really out purchasing his new uh jet right and like an airplane jet not a jet ski uh but a jet okay and so some of you have faulted me for that but i was like hey man at least he was honest and he didn't lie about it he wasn't trying to be sneaky dicky about it he was like hey I got a request. You guys are going to help me or not? Right? And they help him. They love him. They think he's great. He has a faithful following in congregation. Okay, faithful. Thousands of people, probably millions at this point, tune in all over the globe to Creflo Dollar Ministries. And so, just an interesting last name. So, um, as the wheat and the chaff moment in our history would have it. Creflo Dollar, what there's a video circulating of him extremely excited because the quote, and I quote, the future governor of Georgia, Governor Stacy Abrams, is in the house, end quote. So standing ovation, round of applause, Stacy stands to her feet. Creflo's in his pulpit. He is a 501c3, and clearly he is violating every possible 501c3 law you can think of. And I guarantee you, no one cares. Because this is what the Democrats do from their pulpits, especially the black church. And I don't care who you ask. Every person I've had on my show that is black, that identifies as black, that wants to be black, that thinks they're black, that once was black, whatever. If they've been raised in that church environment, they know exactly what I'm talking about is 100% truth. Now, Why is that a big deal? Well, A, it's illegal to stump from the pulpit. B, um, wow, really, Creflo? I mean, again, I'm sorry. You cannot justify aligning with Democrat priorities, with Democrat ideas and policy, and tell me that you are a practicing man or woman of God. Can't do it. Don't buy it. I don't even try to sell that Popsicle uh here at this, you know, that liquor rather at this Popsicle stand. No, Mm-mm. no, do not try it. So that doesn't fly. Now, that has nothing to do with someone's salvation. A lot of people will say, there's no way you can be a Christian. Well, I don't go there. I won't go there because that's not my place to judge that. I have I have no idea what's in that man's heart. Neither do you. Now, I know some of y'all are like, well, you can inspect his fruit. You can inspect his fruit, but I always warn people about those fruit trees because some seasons, y'all know, our fruit sucks, and sometimes we don't even yield a crop, and we are running a risk. We are endangering ourselves of being cut down, according to the word, right? Because the things that aren't profitable we gotta we gotta cut bait and fish. We gotta move. We gotta go. Right? I mean that's how <laughs> but thankfully our father is merciful beyond measure and graceful beyond measure and every day his mercies are new. So who am I? That is like super arrogant for any of us to be like, well, he's not a Christian. Just because he aligns with some crazy policy, but I will say this, he is not actively Participating with the mind of Christ, if he is pursuant of and practicing democratic policies and ideas, and and choosing to enforce those and being and breaking the law from his own pulpit. Nope, that is not very Christian-like, sir. Not that I got this whole thing mastered because I don't, that's for sure, but I am actively pursuing a holy life. And that is going to be for another day. Some cool stuff coming up. Speaking of the holy life, it's going to be exciting. So i got to get back to recording my children's book. I'm very excited about this. This will be released within the coming weeks, possibly before Christmas. Download, download, download. Working on illustration right now. Very simple. Very sweet. We're going to recapture our babies, starting with the babies. Amen. Okay. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.